the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. It is an old, old tactic. At least thousands of years old. And what is that tactic? When you don't like someone, when you don't like a group, think of some name to call them. Some some name and imply that it's bad, whether it is or not. Use it as a pejorative. And then you hope and you pray that your enemies or those that you disagree with will become so afraid of being called by that name that they actually change their perspective, their beliefs, their thoughts, because they don't want to be looked at in a bad way. It is an age-old tactic. Can I give you an illustration? The Bible says that Christians were first called Christians where, class? I'm waiting. Where were the early church called Christians first? Yes, you're right, in the city of Antioch. Now, if you do just a tiny, teeny-weeny little bit of study, you will realize that was not a compliment. It was not Oh my goodness, they are so much like Jesus. They are wonderful, wonderful people. Let's call them Christians. Oh, no, 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 no. It was exactly the opposite. It was a terrible pejorative. They are little Christs. They're members of a cult. That Jesus of Nazareth cult the cult of the Nazarene, those nut jobs that believe that their prophet died and rose from the grave. How loony, how crazy, how silly, how nonsensical. That is outrageous. They are Christians. It was a pejorative. It was aimed at getting the Christians to shrink back with embarrassment. Oh, don't call us Christians. Don't call us bad names. We want to be liked. We want people to like us. They didn't do that. The Christians, in turn, said, Hmm, Christian. Wow, that sounds pretty good. Wow. People that are like Christ. Hey, that's what we desire. That's what we want. Christian, you know what? We kind of like that. It took away all of the power of the enemy. 
Because the Christians said, that's not a pejorative. That's an honor. Thank you for calling us Christians. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, of course, their critics went, well, that didn't go well. (laughs) Well, That's not what we intended to happen. And that's the way you deal with people who make up names in order to marginalize you. Now, why do I go through that? We have a new pejorative used by the left, and unfortunately some on the right, concerning Christians who actually love their country. Christians who just happen to love Jesus, but they also love their country. So the liberal left has coined a term, Christian nationalism. They're a threat to democracy. They're a threat to our country. Christian nationalism is evil. It is wicked. And many, many Christians have said, Oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not a Christian nationalist. Don't call me that. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Now, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What is bad about Christian nationalism if you understand what it means? What is a Christian nationalist? Not what the left wants you to believe that it is. Not their definition. What it really means. Well, let's look at it. What's the first word? Christian. Uh, anybody got a problem with that? Being called a Christian? Um, well, no. Okay, so that's the first word. Christian. Yeah, we can handle that. But what about nationalist? I, uh, I just saw a tweet from a very well-known pastor of a megachurch here in central Ohio degrading and berating anyone who called themselves a Christian nationalist. You can't be a Christian and a Christian nationalist. It means you have made your country an idol. You worship America. You don't worship Jesus. And I thought, what is wrong with you? What are you talking about? Okay, so the first word is Christian. I don't think any of us have a problem with that. What about nationalism? In its purest form, it just means someone who loves their nation. That's all it means. Now, the left and many evangelicals have made it to mean something else, but it just means, I love my country. I love my nation. I am proud of my nation. I am grateful that God raised up the United States of America— And I am a proud, patriotic American. Now, are there people who take their patriotism too far? Are there Christians who are completely unbalanced, and they honestly do love America more than they love Jesus? Yes, 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 yes. There are those people. I know a few. Well, they love Jesus, but boy, do they really love America. 
They'll tell people about Jesus, but boy, they'll really talk about America. And they go to church and they kind of get involved. But boy, am I involved in the next election. Yeah, I know people like that. But that's not Christian nationalism. That's an unbalanced individual and an unbalanced Christian. And I hope none of you fall in that camp. I am first, foremost, a Christian. Now, I proudly pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I am a red, white, and blue patriotic American, and I make no apologies for it. But listen, my allegiance to America is not even close to my allegiance to Jesus. Jesus saved my soul. Jesus has given me an eternity with him. Jesus has forgiven me of my sins. America hasn't done any of that. Provided me liberty and freedom, and I am very, very grateful. But listen, if you look at my allegiance to Jesus and my allegiance to America, they're not in the same universe, and yours shouldn't be either. But I bring this up because those who want to establish Marxism, socialism, and communism here in America, anybody who is opposed to that, anybody who is opposed to socialism, Marxism, and the far-left progressive agenda, if you're opposed to that and you're a Christian, you're a Christian nationalist. Well, you know what? I probably am. I am a Christian. I love America. I know the difference between the two. I think I have a proper balance in my allegiance to the two. So the next time you hear someone use Christian nationalist in a pejorative way, say, well, what would you prefer? Socialism? Marxism? Communism? Would you, is that what you prefer? Because that's, in many ways, that really is the alternative. So don't let people define you or what you believe. They tried to do that with the Christians at Antioch. It didn't work, and neither should this. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Just to go a little further on what I was talking about before the break, words mean things, terms mean things, names mean things. So uh, if someone calls you a Christian nationalist, Ask them what they mean. I would say that they probably will go, I don't know, but you are one. Most of the people throwing this thing, Christian nationalists around, they have no idea what they're talking about. 
They think it's a negative about Christians, patriotic Americans, and they throw it out because that's what they've been told. They've heard that from the president. They've heard that from others, and they have no idea what they're talking about. So uh, I'm ready to embrace it as long as we understand what it means. It is a Christian who is proud to be an American. We don't sugarcoat our faults, our failures. No, no, no. We understand that. We're very open and honest about it. But um, we love our country. What is wrong with that? Um, and, And by the way, being a Christian nationalist, by definition, does not mean that you hate other people, you hate other countries, you don't care about other people, you don't care about other countries. Doesn't mean that at all. So don't let other people define you. Don't let them do it. I thought I would end today's program. Oh, hey, by the way, let me just give you an update real quick on Bible League. I just pulled up the call center, and uh, no new gifts have come in in the last few minutes. But today, Linda, Ronald, and Linda, two Lindas and a Ronald, have called 800-YES-WORD. And because of their wonderful generosity, we have now exceeded 3,000 Bibles. Our goal was 2,400. 600 Bibles over our goal. Praise God. And... uh, This will probably be the last time I mention it. You can still uh, call. You can still give online. You can call tomorrow. You can go online tomorrow. The campaign actually officially ends, I believe, tomorrow. But we'll be simulcasting with Washington, D.C. tomorrow, Lord willing. So I won't be able to talk about a local campaign when we're on. Anyway, thank you. Praise God for this unbelievable audience. I thought we'd end the program on a very, very positive note. Something that I've been very concerned about in sports is NIL, name, image, likeness. And I'm still extremely concerned. I think it has the potential to be the death of collegiate sports. Most 18-year-old kids are not mature enough to handle a half million dollars, a million Two million dollars, a brand new shiny Ferrari, a Lamborghini, uh, which you know athletes are getting those kind of things all over the country because of this NIL thing. I think it's terrible myself. I think it's probably ultimately going to destroy the sport, but not for everybody. I have gained this enormous respect for the quarterback of the University of Tennessee. I know this is Buckeye country, but Hendon Hooker, the quarterback for Tennessee, is a vibrant Christian as well as one of the best quarterbacks in America. Well, he took his NIL money, and of course right now they're tied with Ohio State in the ratings. They're right at the very top. They're in the top four, undefeated. And Hinden Hooker and his brother took his NIL money and published a book. 
It's called the ABCs of Scripture for Athletes. He remembered how his parents taught him the Bible when he was young. And he and his brother have developed, it's like a comic book, and it's every letter of the alphabet through the Word of God. It teaches young people to know the Bible and to love the Bible. Let me read a little bit of the story. Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker holds a copy of the ABCs of Scripture for Athletes, which is based on the method of learning Scripture that his parents used when he, his sister, and younger brother, also a college quarterback, were children. Uh, Before he became the Heisman frontrunner, leading the most feared offense in college football, Hendon Hooker thought it would be nice to write a children's book. And so he has. And I, I got a picture here. He's in a snappy bow tie holding up the book that he and his brother have written and published with his NIL money. The ABCs of Scripture for athletes, and it's aimed for younger athletes who are just getting their start in athletics. Quote, when NIL deals became a reality for athletes last year, uh, Hendon and Alston Hooker said it led their minds to those days of learning Scripture from their parents, so they used the opportunity to become authors. It's a huge deal to me and my brother. We're very firm in our faith. God bless Hendon Hooker. Now, I don't know how I'll root if uh, Ohio State and Tennessee would meet in the national championship, but this young man is an incredible witness for Christ. Good for him. By the way, our quarterback is a great witness for Christ as well. I wanted to make sure that you knew that also. Hey, folks, have a wonderful evening. But wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 